Come along quietly or not. You can have all the talent in the world and never get anywhere. Some farmers bait a hook let you bite upon it. And now, without further ado, Okay, here we are. This is Planet Shivers Podcast. And uh, I'm sitting here. I'm Albert Shivers. Got Isaac Wilson producing the sound. And joining us today, creator of Space Civilianaire's brand, Stefan Coleman. It's your boy. <laughs> Thanks so much for doing the show, man. Of course, my guy. This is a pleasure. A pleasure well needed. Yeah, and um, I'm glad we, we finally got a chance to sit and chat about this um what are you up to um i just finished my f- second second to last semester at esu which is a college mm-hmm. um i just finished up a whack-ass internship <laughs> getting back into a world of creation you know just school and everything just starts to <laughs> obviously you know all yeah. that shit can really tap into your uh like space of just creating things so um yeah i'm just back on to creating and producing more uh more fabric and and, and just anything any content with space of millionaires hmm. yeah, sure. oh yeah I'll, I'll, <laughs> uh, let's see. here you can put it in <laughs> that's one thing i love about podcasts they just keep going you yeah. feel me? Like, that shit is so fucking dope to me. <coughs> so, your main deal with Space Civilianaires is clothing. Is it? For the, I mean, for the most part, it's more or less like a brand. When I first started Space Civilianaires, I, uh, I started, I got my ideas from a lot of things. Like, Supreme, the clothing line Supreme, that was oh, a yeah. huge inspiration. Uh, you guys know Tyler, the creator? Yeah. He's got golf. Uh, his clothing line, another huge inspiration. Mm. Pharrell with uh, uh, BBC and Bathing Apes and things like that. Okay. So I just really, I always wanted a clothing line, but I didn't know where to start until I started to reference them. Nice. Yeah, and you you've shown me some of your some of your designs, and they're super cool. But in in each one of your designs, you you always include a little bird. Yeah. What's the significance of the little bird? Um, the bird is a crow. And I always feel like, you know, clothing lines, they have like this logo or this icon that, you know, was on everything. Like that you know, you can pretty much separate that clothing line from another. So another inspiration was Polo, Ralph, Ralph, okay. Ralph Polo. And like you think about that, the, the Polo symbol is so iconic, like on everything. So I just basically, I wanted to have that feel about my clothing line. Um, and the crow to me symbolizes life and death. It's like one of the, it's like one of the most like in tune animals to me. Like every time you grow up seeing scary movies, you always see like scary movies having a crow, whether it being uh, at a funeral or on a scarecrow, just things like that. It always mm-hmm. It always seen somebody when they're living and someone when they're dying. So I wanted to make that like uh, an awareness, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and um, your theme is very astrological, very space. 
Um, you have like space helmets on a lot of your designs, or add them in. Right, right, right. To previous right. Designs. Absolutely. Um, well, with that, which I'm glad you brought up because that's like uh-huh. the dopest shit to me. Is basically like it's placing an an object or an image in its own world. You know what I mean? So it's like space to me is so complex and it has so many details and things that we don't know about that it gives you the opportunity to grow as a person. Mm-hmm. So I use space as a way to, in reality for me, space, I have a saying that says, uh, the difference between me, you, me and you is space. So it's a chance for me to uh, l- like leave and go learn, but also come back and teach and learn from someone else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like, so the spaceships, I mean, so the space helmets are just, like, signifying, like, you know, this is just on a different fucking planet, you know? Mm-hmm. My man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, what what got you started in with design? Um, so I've always been a... a a sports guy mm-hmm. mean basketball has been like my life for the last fucking damn near 15 years but I always did art um, growing up my brother's father uh, he drew like real detailed warriors from the past like you know what I mean I just thought that was phenomenal and he also collect comic books was, was another thing that drew me into just the art of uh, storytelling, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then from there, once I got out of basketball, I needed a niche. And uh, for nights out of hand, I couldn't sleep because I didn't have something that I dominated anymore. You know what I mean? Because basketball was something I dominated. So I needed something to dominate in just so, just to clear my insecurities as a person. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started to draw and I just kept on drawing and I was staying up for nights smoking hella weed but I just couldn't sleep you know what I mean so I'm just drawing I'm drawing and then I just came across space and I always wanted to become a uh, astronaut when I was in 8th grade but I felt as I was 6'3 so I was way too fucking tall to be in that spaceship so uh, so yeah so I uh, so I just came up with this thing and at first it was just called space and then it was called space kids mm-hmm. and then uh, I had like an epiphany and I, <coughs> I felt as, at one point in life, I felt as I was better than the next person. <coughs> I wasn't trying to be like that, but it was just through the, I guess, the little fame through sports. It just, it brought my head to be that way. And then when I got pushed back to reality when sports was over, it's when I came up with the uh, civilianaires. Because mm-hmm. it was like, you know, you hear about billionaires and millionaires, but like, fuck that shit, like civilianaires. So it's like it it became a thing, and then I came up with space millionaires, and I just started designing after that, and it was like a baby to me, and it still is. He's growing up. Yeah, is that what you um is that what you're going to college for? Uh yeah, I go to uh, college for graphic design. So when I graduate, which is going to be next semester, I want to um, still contain a clothing line, but learning through, uh, you know, having a career. So I want to do advertisement and <coughs> graphic design. And if I can get into apparel, that would be, mm-hmm. <coughs> that's God's hand. <coughs> God damn. <coughs> oh, shit. 
Oh, no, I think I'm good on that. Okay. Oh, my man. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. That's how I know you fried. <laughs> Bro, I'll, not to cut you off, Albert, mm-hmm. but I'll smoke. Man, I'm a different type of smoker. I'll smoke at times that you're not supposed to smoke at. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, fuck society. Like, you know what I mean? And everybody knows that I'm high, and I want that. Because I want you to know who I am as a person off rip, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm always fucking ripped. <laughs> always. Just conducted differently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I think it will be a lot more professional. You know what I mean? You got to think about it. When you smoke and you think something, you really act that way. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, if I wanted to work out and I'm like, fucking about to go ham and I smoke, I really go ham. You know what I'm saying? Like, you tell yourself, or I like to move around. So, when I go for, when I smoke and shit, I like to go for a walk. And I really go for that walk, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But if I was if I wasn't high, I probably would have never did that shit, bro. It's the weirdest shit. Thank God for weed. It's motivational. Mm-hmm. It is like literally, like I don't want to say shit changed my life. Like everything happens for a reason. But my life has been the greatest smoking weed. You know what I mean? Not to say I wasn't. It wasn't great sober. It was awesome sober at one point until you become an adult. When you become an adult, it's it's a different level. Every bit of stress, every drop of stress, like we carry it. You know whether we feel it at that moment or. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Why do you think people maybe? take it too hard and just like when they start to like we all go through depression right mm-hmm. and depression's kind of weird to talk about you know what i mean it's like that's why people are depressed because they feel like they can't talk about it but uh some people go through it way harder like if you had two kids mm-hmm. and i had two kids maybe it's a little bit harder on me than it is on you and i will feel a different way why do you think that is just a person I don't, no, I don't think it's just the person. I think the person, but you know, you have to also gauge it on the environment and the situation that, mm, that they're in. Mm-hmm. You know, that could one could be living in Beverly Hills and one could be living in in the hood. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. What if the one in the hood is doing better mentally than the one living in Beverly Hills? That's why uh, money ain't shit. Yeah, you feel me? You know, when you like. Just to talk about stress and carrying it with you. Mm-hmm. You know, if a let's say if a waiter came over and spilled something on you, mm. let's you know, let's say you got a brand new suit Ooh. on, and it's not liquid or anything, but it's you know, get some flour mm-hmm. on you, and you just got this brand new suit, got it all nice ironed up, fits perfect mm-hmm. on a date. With someone you want to impress, and I'm painting a big picture. Right, I'm right, just saying right, right, right. you're in this space of you wanna you wanna look sharp. Yeah, yeah. Waiter comes by, trips, not his fault. He trips, poof. Now your half your your suit is now covered in in flour. Mm-hmm. So you you get all mad and all. Let's just say you go that route. Mm-hmm. You get all mad, piss off, yell at the yell at the waiter. Mm-hmm. And he knows it ain't his fault. He didn't mean to trip. And he gets paid minimum wage. So he's just going to like, screw you, guy. All right. In the end, you brought your suit home. You've got it dry clean and it's fine now. Mm. No damage done to it. Mm. 
but by you getting angry mm-hmm. and your body releases what it releases, mm-hmm. you did yourself more harm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because and that gets cumulative after a while. I, I, it, you do more harm because you realize that it wasn't that serious. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you guys do yoga or you're into yoga and shit like that. Yeah, no, I definitely do. fucking into that shit, dog. Yeah. Changed my fucking life too. But basically, yoga teaches you a lot of things. It's super psychological, you know what I mean? But the one thing it definitely teaches you is how to breathe. And when you're when you learn how to breathe, you learn how to basically like control your temper. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, and to go back to that situation, I go through that a lot where I'll get super mad at times, mm-hmm. but it's times that I'm going through a lot. Like it's a lot going on me. There's a lot of heartaches and shit, so I'm just like always angry. But there's also times where <clears throat> I could be calm and understand it was just a mistake. We're at a restaurant and that shit was bound to happen at some point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I've been there and then I realized that I needed to change myself. You know what I mean? That's, that's, yeah, that's change is the biggest thing and it's the hardest thing because a lot of people don't want to change because they're so used to doing what they're doing. But a lot of that comfortable. Do- yeah exactly I try to uh, now that I'm getting my degree and things like that and getting out of my comfort zone it's going to help me because being in one place at uh, one place all the time can and it's got nothing going for you it's got no growth to it it can get crazy you know what I mean so yeah being uncomfortable I would say is the best thing and it's the weirdest thing to say, but being uncomfortable is a good thing. You know what I mean? It's like you face your fears and you're able to be more uncomfortable because people don't like uncomfortable things. They don't like to be uncomfortable. Yeah. So when there's someone actually being themselves and it is what it is and someone doesn't like it and make them uncomfortable, they don't like that. So they shy away from that person. You know what I mean? Yeah, I needed some water too. <laughs> Every time I smoke, it feels like I lick the sidewalk. <laughs> Mouth is mad dry. But, yeah, uh, that's the greatest thing. Like, And to... You guys watch sports? Anybody? Well, I know you like uh, yeah. NASCAR, mm-hmm. which is fucking dope. Did you watch NASCAR too? Yeah. <laughs> what sports you like? I'm not really into too much sports. I do a lot of like, martial arts stuff, though. Oh, oh word. Yeah. Word. Shout out to that. Yeah. Yeah, anybody skateboard? Uh, But yeah, martial arts is fucking dope. Shout out to Bruce Lee. That's my guy. Inspiration. Yeah, Isaac, he's an instructor. Oh, bro, bro. Don't, yo, this is like a blessing, bro. Yeah, do you guys believe in God? Higher. (laughs) Okay, okay. That's that's same. That's same. Um, Do you still instruct? Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of running a school now. Where where is this at? Uh, Like Dansbury. Or District Community Center. Oh, bro! After this, I would love to get your information. Yeah, I'm yeah, trying to get back in the dojo. Like, yeah, man. like that I, is a. Uh, it's like um, with martial arts. If you really are into it, it's not about uh, like going out and attacking people. It's just more about like getting in tune and motion with with people. Like you know what I mean, or in protecting yourself most mostly. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a. It, it's a humblest 
like it makes you hum oh, humblest. <laughs> it, it makes you humble in different ways. Like yeah, I used to do that shit back in the days, and I was just like, man, I want to get back into the dojo. Like that's uh. What do you do, like karate or? All that, all that. All I mean, that. I mean, what do you do? Uh, taekwondo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah see, see, yeah, yeah, shit like yeah, yeah, shit like that. Like, like. Martial arts. Yeah. I'm, I'm just a um. You like Wu Tang? A little bit. I mean, okay, I yeah, yeah. See, that's the inspiration I, I that I got. Yeah, that's that I got from that. You know, what I mean, Bruce Lee. Um, believe it or not, Wilt, uh, is it Wilt Chamberlain? Not Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Oh yeah. He uh, fought with Bruce Lee and shit. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Damn, we just went in a whole different direction. Oh, that's all right. No, this is good. I love this podcast. No, this is this is exactly what I wanted it to be. Yeah. I always uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Do you listen to podcasts? I do, yeah. Um, so I listen to. Uh, it's a lot to handle. I just found out last night that there's over a hundred thousand podcasts on Apple. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy. That's a lot of people talking. That's awesome. Yeah. That's like a great platform. I would love to be on. I'm great grateful for this opportunity. But I listen to uh, you ever the breakfast the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Oh yeah. Breakfast Club, um, yeah, you, oh yeah, you down. Uh, the Breakfast Club, um, Brilliant Idiots, with uh, Charlemagne the God and uh, Andrew Schultz. Okay. Who else I listen to? Oh, uh, do you know who Gilly the Kid is from Philadelphia? I've heard of him. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. him and his cousin uh, Wallow, they have a podcast. Okay. The motherfuckers is hilarious. <laughs> Philly natives. Uh, that shit is hella funny. And uh, yeah, I love I love fucking podcasts. I love hearing people's talk. Oh, and uh, this shit called Wine and Weed. Yeah, I love podcasts. I love hearing uh, people's point of view because instead of someone being like all out in the, uh, you know, taking pictures and things like that, it's just a voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't, you can really detach something from a voice. You know what I mean? You really hear the person's point of view yeah. without looking at them, you know? Mm-hmm. What you should be doing anyway, but right. <laughs> but like you know, it was listening to the podcast that I listened to that kind of pushed me to pursue this idea. Yeah, what what was that? <clears throat> well, like I just just slowly like started getting into it. The first podcast I listened to was a music podcast called um, John's Old Time Radio Show. Mm. Which what kind was, of music? It was um, all like pre. 1940s, like 1930s and earlier records. Okay. They do blues, they do country, they do jazz. So like Sam Cooke? Any Sam Cooke? That would be before Sam Cooke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, way before it. I'm tripping. Yeah, I don't know anything past Sam Cooke. <laughs> <laughs> James no, Brown, Sam, like... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, those are my grandmother's favorite. I love Sam Cooke, actually. Oh, Sam Cooke's... Yeah, yeah, he's got a great voice. Yeah, yeah. So like, this music one was the first one... And um, I really, really, really dug it. And just started like listening to other, like finding what interested me. Mm-hmm. So like I found a couple more music ones. Um, found like some by like, comedians I like. Yeah, what comedians do you room. like? I would love to hear that. Oh, uh, okay. Because you got we like could, an old, old I school could, mind. So I know how you're going <laughs> to think. I would love to see. All right. Well, all right. Top three. Sorry. It's hard, yo. It's no. hard. It's a lot. Well, no, this is a good three, though. I'm, I'm very com- confident with this one. Okay, so 
um, where any given day they all change position based on how I'm feeling or what I need from the comic right, right, right. when I'm listening to it. Uh, my three would be in no particular order: mm-hmm. Pryor, okay, Carlin, okay, and Chappelle. Okay. All right. I got a top five. Okay. In no particular order. Damn, this is hard, bro. This is really fucking hard. Oh, it is, because now I could name... That's what I'm saying. Now you got me fucking wanting to think. Um, Like, because I want to say Chappelle and all them, but those is like... He's like a fucking legend. Like, that's like... He's more... He's not even comedian... A comedian... Like, uh... What would I say? Uh, Not a comedian, right? Uh-huh. Uh, he's he's not like a comedian to me. He's more like a activist, like a you know what I mean, like yeah. a, cause like yeah, he's being funny, but he also talks like real shit. So I don't want to say Chappelle. You said Chappelle, right? Okay. My favorite comedian of all time is Chris Rock. Fucking, <laughs> have you ever seen uh, Top Five by Chris Rock? No. Yo, check that out. Okay. Yo, check that out. I want to. I hope I'm right, but top five, I believe. Is that his latest one? Yes, and he yeah. directed it. Yes. Okay. Yo, fuck. Yo, check that shit out. Chris Rock is my favorite, but the order after this. Chris Rock. Uh, I like Kevin Hart. I do think I do <laughs> think Kevin Hart is really funny. Um, Will Ferrell, without a doubt. Um, Seth Rogen, without a doubt. Hmm. And, uh, damn, a comedian, one last comedian. I guess I got four for, I want to see Eddie Murphy. Fuck that, Eddie Griffin. Yeah, I know. Now, that's another, that's another, yeah, he's funny, but he'll hit you with some crazy fucking knowledge, like, like some stupid, because I'm more or less like, I like the older comedians, but I like, the newer comedians too, like Will Ferrell's, com- like he's so versatile. Same with Seth Rogen, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And they direct, so everybody, all my comedians that I like direct movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's... Well, let me ask you a question. What's your favorite? Who's your favorite director? Larry Charles. Old school is this old school. N- not no, newer movies. Um, okay. Here's a rundown. He's he wrote and directed for Seinfeld mm. and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay. Then um, I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. He um, he wrote and directed Borat. Wrote and directed Bruno. Okay. Wrote and directed Dictator, Religious, and now he has a new show on Netflix called um, Dangerous World of Comedy. But here's why there is a little more to it than me just saying he's my favorite. Yeah. There's the reason why he's my favorite. Number one, above all, what sets him apart to me is Borat and Bruno. Not for their comedy, which was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, when I first seen those movies, I was like drooling over the idea of taking fiction mm-hmm. into reality right. and just totally mesh them together, and mesh yeah. them together, like bringing 
Sasha Baron Cohen as Borat mm. into all these different places and everyone around them thinking it's really happening. Right, but everybody yeah. knows it's like, being... Yeah, yeah, I see the brilliance in that. And there's there's some like amazing scenes from that movie that were left out. Mm. Um, that I, like I see in some interviews. So even just the other things they got into mm. on that movie that didn't make it to the to the final cut. Really? Yeah. But that, that blur in that line, like having that like artistic courage to do that right yeah yeah and it, and and so it was probably OD different at that time too you know what yeah. I mean so it was like it's either gonna work or, or it's not and it definitely right. worked <laughs> without yeah. a doubt cause you're probably you're definitely not the only one I remember everyone loving that movie yeah. or thinking it was like funny like a super bad or things mm-hmm. like that you know right so yeah, it would be him, and um, I'm a big Woody Allen fan. Okay, okay. All so right. Right. <laughs> I can dig that. I can definitely dig that. What about you? My favorite director. Oh, <sighs> it's unanimous. Spike Lee. Okay, yeah, no, he's, he's the he's the greatest man. That's my, you know, I mean, but I do like other directors. Don't get it twisted. I like a, I like. Um, What's my man? What's his name? Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. I like um, Clint Eastwood. That motherfucker's <laughs> dope as shit. Oh man, his movies is dangerous. Um, I like. Uh, I actually like Ben Affleck as a director. I think he directed The Town, right? I'm not sure. I believe so. Okay. But that movie was was dope. Um, yeah, but Spike Lee, man, Do the Right what? Thing was my favorite That's movie. That's okay. Um, Crooklyn, uh, Mo Blues, mm-hmm. um, he got game. Oh, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see, this was a newer one, um, he did a movie called Sweet Blood of Jesus? No. Okay. I, the latest I've seen was the KKK, uh, Yeah, no, this one was, it was more, not, like, it was a few movies ago. Mm-hmm. Um... And it didn't, it was the one where if, if you ever heard, like, had or heard or read the articles mm. um, about Spike Lee using Kickstarter for a movie. Oh. Okay. Well, that did was. Did he get a lot of co- controversy for it? He did. He did. But I mean, I think they singled him out mm. because there are tons of other directors and artists who are like, at his level, right. that have used it, you know, like it's he's not like, oh, Spike Lee's using it. What's Spike Lee need to use it for? What is what is, what is he using? Exactly? Kickstarter. He was using it to fund a movie. What's a Kickstarter? Oh, it's like Kickstarter, is it's like a website and a service where if you are producing something, mm-hmm. you can have people you know or strangers if they want contribute money. To whatever you're trying to produce, and in turn you give them a perk, like let's say if let's say if it was a movie, mm-hmm. you know you give this much, I'll put you in the credits. You give oh, this much, you'll shit. be in the background. So what if oh sorry, what, so what if someone wrote the whole movie like that's what? Okay, I can see the controversy in that, but it's like, not to cut you off, but it's oh, yeah. Spike Lee. So it's like, it's like one of those things with rap, like. 
is it okay for you to have a Ghost Rider? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Drake, they they did all that shit with Drake with the controversy with him using a Ghost Rider, but we all know this motherfucker has made some of the greatest songs ever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. How do, it's all your opinion. It's all subjective. Yeah. Me, you know? Well, how do you feel about um, like early hip-hop sampling? <clears throat> like in relation to the like the artist. Like I fall kind of like on the fence about it. I don't know how I feel about it. Like you don't feel as... Well, I got... Like if if so, if Public Enemy sampled James Brown, mm-hmm. do you think it's a disservice to James Brown? Oh, I see what you're saying. Or do you like that it's not fair? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is it good for is James it dope? Brown? Like is it is it that, hey, he, he he's he's going towards he's the different areas? Yeah. Ah man. You know, like I I'm big into George Clinton and P Funk mm-hmm. and Funkadelic and all that, and um. Just from like knowing about him and like following him, he was going through like major, major trouble to get the rights to his own music. Mm. And when a hip hop group would sample Funkadelic or Parliament, mm. he wouldn't get there no was funds royalties for it. that were kind of like forced upon the hip hoppers. Now aren't even going to the people who made that art. Right. So like it. It's. I love sampling. I like to see what Someone an artist can, can turn it into. Well, if, if you speak it in that terms, it's just like art. Like, I like. Oh, we talk. You know. Hopefully, soon we get to work uh, together. Mm-hmm. But um, just like, like your 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 drawings, your illustrations for, uh, for instance, like I told you, I will take that and I would add my twist to it. And fucking right. deck it out. You know what I mean? It's like one of those. Like, it's your art. But I feel like as long as you're doing it in a way that's going to move positive and not just fucking doing whatever to it. You know what I mean? Show some respect to the art. So I would show some respect. And you see my art. You said it was oh, okay. Yeah. No. So, I, I like <laughs> so, like, this uh, illustration right here is fucking dope. But I would fucking make it, you know what I mean, as dope it. Is more, you know, what I mean, as more right. as I, I can't explain it, but you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's art. Like, if art is adding what someone did and basically trying to put it in your your way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't really think that it uh, there's anything wrong with it. But the people that do, they have a bigger voice than than others. Yeah. You know? One thing. We were just talking about art and like looking at this one, like you you work in a lot of color. Yeah, without a doubt. When you design, definitely. What is it about color? Um, to be honest with you, I like black and like like uh, just regular black and white mm-hmm. more sometimes. Like, uh, but then, like when I first started, I just felt as color is what makes things pop you know Mm -hmm. i mean there's different ways like you say is i guess it depends on the mood but you know color just stands it just stands out like it's just it just brings life like it 
you know, if you go off based off aura of people, mm-hmm. it's just like that. Like it's a natural thing. So you're if you understand and you're you're aware of things, you'll understand what color really means, you know? Mm-hmm. So the people that understand that shit, or even if you don't understand it, maybe just seeing it brings you awareness and you don't even know it, you know? Mm-hmm. So color is just something to me that I can have this beautiful black and white illustration and add a little bit of color and that color can just take over, which is crazy. You know what I mean? Even if I just added a little bit of color to that and it would take over, like that would be the focal point. Mm -hmm. And that's the point. You know what I mean? Because I know, I see how you always, you vary too. Like you probably get tired of seeing black and white, so you need to see color. Mm -hmm. Now you're getting tired of seeing color, so you need to see black and white. Because black and white is what makes the colors. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're, I feel like you're basically breaking it down to its first form and then adding it to... It, you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's I guess, again, it's subjective. Yeah. Complete the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can go... Yeah, you, can't, you basically nailed it. You know, like there are times when I'm feeling more just black and white right. ink. And then there are times when, yeah... I'm definitely like, I'm like oh, I need yeah, some, yeah. something color, something, you know. And it does like it changes the the process of even making the art. When yeah. like if I'm just gonna do an ink drawing, mm-hmm. then I don't like need to worry about too much. That the it ink, brings less stress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, I I know exactly. What, like it just brings. You're like okay, I don't have to worry about color, so this is going to be dope already. Like, in your mm-hmm. mind, you're like, this is already going to be dope. Because yeah. I don't need no color, you know? I definitely can respect that, without a doubt. How long is this podcast, bro? <laughs> oh, well, we're, yeah, we're, we're going to... Oh, no, 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 bro. I, bro, I don't give a damn. I just... This is dope. Yeah. Like, we've been talking for a minute. Yeah. 54. 54 seconds? 54 minutes. We've yeah. only been talking for 54 minutes? Yeah. Yo. <laughs> I think we did an eye for that. Yeah. That's pretty, yo, what? Yo, <laughs> that's exciting. <laughs> no, yeah, we're covering a lot of stuff. What else you got on your list? Nothing? I know you well, got Well, no, I got, no, it's just, I want to talk about uh, Space Civilianaires. Because mm-hmm. um definitely want to hype you as much as, as oh, possible. Yeah, I mean, I mean, either way. But I, I tell it's, uh, like I said before, it's, uh, how I got the name, I'll tell you how I got the name and then how I just, I got the name, uh, I'm not going to go back into the spill, but space to me just, yeah, it, it it was, I basically wanted to switch up a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So my logo is, you'll see, uh, it's a, the S is a dollar sign. And a lot of people ask me, why the dollar sign? Because I use that a lot in my, uh, in my images and mm-hmm. And my graphics, but the dollar sign to me was always a symbol of money when I was younger. You know what I mean? Because you know, back in the days in the '90s, they glorified the dollar sign. Oh, that yeah. was a huge thing on jewelry, everything, everything. So I was all actually always obsessed with the dollar sign. It wasn't really about money. It was just about the factuation with everybody else about money. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a mockery thing. Like, because my clothing line is about fuck greed. It's more about spreading the word. You know, just uh, I want to make 
I want to make more money to spread out than to make more money to have for myself. Because everybody's going to go, why the fuck would I go with four, $14 million in my bank account? That makes no sense. Right. I'd rather have a million dollars in my bank account and help fucking millions of people with four, $13 because I need that million. <laughs> you know what I mean? But because ultimately it's not about money. It's about spreading the word. If I came up with that to 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 give out $13 million, that's that's money in itself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So... Uh, and civilianers, like I said, I feel like the people are uh, important. Like, we are the most important thing on this earth. Aside from life, like animals and things like that. Like, everybody matters, but we are we are the protectors of animals and things like that. So, civilianers was, uh, I got another slogan, it's 99% is bigger than 1%. Meaning, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? All these people are trying to go for this 1%, but why? <laughs> why would you fight so hard to be in 1% it never makes any sense to me and then uh, my images are just you've seen it bro They're, they vary from a lot of things whether just you know uh, quoting uh, artists and I got everybody that we talked to I uh, talked about actually on uh, whether it be rapping or uh, movies and directing mm-hmm. that was all inspiration to my art and just like when you watch NASCAR and shit that's like how I am when I watch YouTube videos or listen to old school rap or new mm-hmm. school or whatever like that that's you know artists are moody we're moody we're moody yeah. people uh-huh. and music is something that we understand because it's a form of art as well mm-hmm. so yeah that's a huge inspiration along with just daily just daily things you know so uh yeah I can go on and on about that shit. <laughs> I'm actually tired of fucking talking about it. Like, from school, you know, yeah. the portfolio class, it's just like, that's all you talk about. It. And I'm like, sheesh, shit's a lot. But yeah, I got a, you got, I got an Instagram, uh, Space Civilionaires. I got a Facebook, Space Civilionaires. I got mm. merch coming out real soon. Nice. Um, I got some sample tees that I'm going to be getting some models so people can see. Like, I I I started selling t-shirts and hats like two years ago, and no bullshit. I made like seven thousand dollars sitting on my ass smoking Halloween, selling hats and t-shirts. But but this is the thing. Some of my boys sell weed, right? And I'm selling t-shirts and hats. And not to say that they're doing anything wrong, because I understand different ways, different ways of thinking. But I'm like, bro, I'm selling t-shirts and hats legally. You know what I'm saying? That right there, automatically, they started seeing that. And they, you get, one thing about a business, you'll you'll, uh, see who's really, like what the world is really about when you own a business. Like I've I've seen friends do things that wasn't that they've never done in their life. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. They weren't worried about none of this until I, I they started to see that I was actually selling. People really were fucking with my shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, they were doing things that I've never imagined, and it was just like, bro, I needed a business to see that. But a business is life. A business is really America. You know what I mean. So if you own a business, bro, it fucking tells you the the truth about everybody, everything. And I love that. That, and there's nothing like selling something to somebody 
that you don't know, you never met, and they're supporting you. It's the greatest feeling in the world. Like selling the first piece of art or you something know what I'm saying? to someone who's not right. family or Nothing. feels they're some just, kind of obligation. And they can literally just come and say, oh, I like that. And then yeah. they're like, word, I really like that. How much? Once you hear that how much, they're probably going to pay for it. They might not, but they're interested. And they yeah. pay for it. It's like, bro, you don't know how much that make you feel. Like, you know what I mean? That's a great feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would definitely, oh, man, I would tell anybody, everybody to own a business. Find anything and uh, capitalize on that. Because the way the future is going, bro, uh, these jobs ain't going to last. We're going to be ran by technology. So mm-hmm. get in the Get your foot in the door with this business shit. I'm excited to do some design. And Yo, see it without on a it. doubt. Um, I am. Like, bro, I got, like I said, the first time I seen your illustration, I was just like, I finally found somebody that, <coughs> oh shit, the Snickle Fritz. <laughs> I finally found somebody that could um, depict my mind because I can do it. But I got so more gravitated to graphic design that I got lazy with the with the with the drawing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Now I got an iPad, so it's just like now I'm getting back into it. But I got lazy with the drawing, so that's why I went to <coughs> graphic design because it's so quicker. Mm-hmm. Like how long does one illustration probably like you know like a a, a decent size illustration right. take you? Oh, days. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And the design, if I really dedicated a day mm-hmm. and I really made dope-ass designs, bro, I promise you I could probably knock out like 10 legit, clean-cut, fucking put these on a banner designs. You know what I mean? No disrespect to what you do. It's, come on. It's different. <laughs> but I'm just saying that's why I want a graphic design so I can cut that time. Right. And instead of making one, make 20. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? In an hour. So, yeah. Uh, but I'm getting back into illustration. But, yeah, when I first... I'm so high. <laughs> when I first seen uh, your illustrations, I've I seen somebody that can depict uh, like my natural thoughts instead of going to Vector, which is cool. Vector is cool, but it's more personal when it's somebody else is artwork you know what I'm saying yeah. and it gives you a platform to be on t-shirts it's different you know t-shirts is the wave right now I mean apparel and clothing always have been you know what we do everybody but t-shirts now this is just like it's like a, a booming thing yeah so to have your artwork collided with mine on a t-shirt when you know people are going to be wearing it at cookouts people females are going to be sleeping with it all the time they always got these snapchats and i'm not asking them to do these things but you know how females are you know mm-hmm. what i mean they go to sleep but that means something bro you know mm-hmm. what i mean when they're on snapchat at night you got these men like oh that t-shirt is tough they're not even thinking about that woman they're like yo where can i get that at so yeah so i definitely want to give you a platform Make to, a date uh, with her just to take it. Just off rip. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I don't want your girl. I just want you guys' money. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, also, at the same time, if something happens, like an altercation, like, bro, don't forget that your girl's wearing my shirt at night. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck them up like that. I don't want to fight you, but don't forget. You got to see me, bro. <laughs> you got to see me when you ain't seeing me. That's dope. But uh, yeah, nah, I definitely want to give you a platform 
and I definitely think I can help your platform. You know what I mean? Just with stickers and things like that and helping you bring your things. Because me and my brother are now starting uh, a branding. And you got to meet my brother, bro. He's mm. top notch, bro. You see some of his paintings. He's different, which is crazy. I would have never knew that both of us would be artists. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is cool. But, um, yeah, I definitely want to give you a platform. And um, and I feel like we you got the same vibes. Like, you just got your own world. I got my own. But the best thing about that is, you know, no one's being selfish. Everyone's willing to work for the better purpose of the message. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Last thing, I, I, I don't know where we're at in time, but have you guys ever heard of DMT? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever tried it? Oh, no. Oh, bro. See, we got to end this. We got to, you got to bring me back. Bro, how was that, bro? It was, it was fucking wild. I mean, I'm not sure how well I could really articulate all that happened, but, you know, supposedly you're supposed to do three trips to, like, go to, like, So where, yes, 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 yes. Right. I did two, so I was kind of at the door. I went from, like, just, like, the ringing, Uh vibrating vision and colors and shit to, like, Mm -hmm. textures of various objects, like, going past the object itself, like, continuing uh-huh. on an imaginary plane, like, intersecting. And, yeah, everything just kind of, like, I don't know, like, the resolution kind of fades to, like, more basic geometry. And, like, you look at your hand and you're just, like, you're, you're like, scales and shit. You, you just see yourself for this. Yo, I got another question for you. <laughs> yeah. This is the probably the most, this is probably the best part about this podcast, this question right here. Okay. Why the fuck have you been quiet this whole time? <laughs> yes. I would have loved to hear this. I would have loved to hear you talk about that shit for at least 30 minutes, bro. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yo, next time we have a podcast, he has to start off talking about that. Yeah. That has to be the opening segment. Because that is great. Why the fuck have you been quiet this whole time, man? I was... I was. Yeah, I, I hear should, you. I should, I'll pull it over. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't just be like, yo, I got something to say. Because, <laughs> right. well, what was the name of um the? There's a movie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Enter the, Enter the Void. Oh, Enter the Void. Yeah, you ever see that? What's that about? What's the, is it like? Is it something? It's DMT related. Yeah. No, and now was it something as a big like? Yeah, that's... it's it's kind of based on like, off the Tibetan Book of the Dead. It's like, you, you ever reading that yeah, stuff? Like, yeah. What year is this? It's like 2009. It's like a French Japanese. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, dude. Fucking, it pretty much is this. What's like, it called? I used to... uh, Enter the Void. Enter. Yeah, it's all about like the afterlife, like traveling through like the higher realm and being re. That shit came up right away. Yeah. That shit came up right away. No, you gotta, yeah, you should watch that. What? Nah. Like, Why the fuck have you been quiet? I, yeah, I'll, I'll pull my chair around there. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I guess we were both at that time <laughs> until we started. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to check this out. I'm going to check this shit out tonight, bro. Thank you. I've been wanting something to, you know what I mean? I've been watching so much. I'm a I'm a huge film. That's what I do. That's my hobbies, films. And I started off with my uncle. Uh, he passed away, but um, he started me off on black and white films. Mm-hmm. And we used to just watch black and white films in the, just stop. That's when they were really performing, bro. Yeah. Like really fucking performing. Like they weren't getting paid shit. That's that was the real art. So I took that and then and then Punkinhead. You ever see the movie Punkinhead? Mm-hmm. 
then that just took films to another level. But mm. yeah, I'll definitely see this, bro. But I feel like being that we brought it all the way back around. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got a fucking cabinet, bro. Good. <laughs> yeah, this is the greatest. This was the greatest. I'm super glad you did it. And we're definitely going to have to do it again. Playing the shivers, dude. Yeah. But no, I think th this is going to be a real good episode. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Hell yeah. I can't, it. I can't wait till y'all <laughs> fucking edit that shit. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> we was talking about everything on that motherfucker, yeah. dog. <laughs> no, it'll probably be like two-parter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just let me know, man. Let me know when y'all done with y'all magic, man. All right. I'm going to get that shit out there, bro. Thank you for listening to the Planet Shivers podcast. This production and others can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and archives.org. It can also be found with video content on the Albert Shivers YouTube channel. You can find even more content on Facebook at Albert Shivers Visual Artist and on Instagram at Albert Shivers. You can find Isaac Wilson's work on Instagram at WhenInZen. That's when underscore in underscore zen. Thank you again for listening, and don't forget to like and subscribe.